Welcome to My Hero Notebook, the My Hero Academia discussion podcast where we, like young Midoriya, take notes. <laughs> she never knows what I'm going to do. It's great. It's great for me every single time. Uh, I am Maddie, and yes, this is my are. co-host. I'm... Oh, God. Just say it. Say what? Say it. You know you Hi, I'm too. Connor. <laughs> I could have made that play out way longer. Uh, but I didn't. You're welcome. Thanks. Uh, on behalf of myself and all of our listeners. I was, was going to say, I wasn't talking to you. I was just all talking, of our listener, your mother. I was just mother. talking to our listener. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Today we're talking about episode six of My Hero Academia, Rage, You Damn Nerd. Whoa, language. Yes. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say. Okay. This is a, they, they say curse words in the show sometimes, so I feel like we can say yeah, I mean, curse I, words in our podcast about the show. Because if, if you're watching the show and listening to a discussion podcast, you're already okay with the language that you heard in the show. Yeah, and I, I think we've been pretty okay. We might, we might have gone slightly yeah, I feel like too I far once or twice. the F word a I'll, time or I'll, two. I'll go back and listen. I'll, I'll edit it out. I'll replace it with, <laughs> a, you know, like a... Like wow, a dolphin, wow. No, like a dolphin noise like they do in Spongebob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Alright. Uh, That's not copyright, right? You can't copyright dolphin noises. Yeah, it's just a nature sound. It's just a nature sound. We could just go record a dolphin ourselves. Yeah. Go. You know, the Hudson River dolphins. Okay, you make that joke, but there were there used to be, there was like dolphins in this river. Yeah, that's the, uh, yeah, I know about it. Okay, alright. <laughs> Anyway, it was episode six, and it's called Rage, you Damn Nerd, and uh, the cold the cold opens like nothing. So. Yeah, it's just it's just like the last scene of the previous episode. Yeah. Um, and Bakugo is surprised that uh, Midoriya does something because he, you know Bakugo didn't realize that Midoriya even had a quirk, and up until now never saw him do anything that would indicate that he had a quirk, right? Yeah. Because they didn't have uh the battle exam in the same right. battle arena and and it's it sort of, it totally speaks to the fact that like so <laughs> bakugo is like so I, I don't know I, like this is the first episode where we dive a little bit into bakugo psyche right I, I think but like he we remember from you know i think it was just last episode where bakugo like confronts midori about how did you get in you must have cheated yeah. And like And Midori stands up to him for the first time. Right. And like at no point does he like ask like does he have a quirk? And it's not until yeah. it's not until now when he sees him throw the, the baseball right. that, that he's like <laughs> How did he do it? He's got a quirk. <laughs> so like The face he makes is amazing. It really it really is hilarious. But like I don't know, this is this is the first indication I that I think we get that um Bakugo is, like, at least for, uh, for where Midori is concerned, like, kind of stupid. Oh, for sure. Like... And we, I even made a note later in the episode, uh, actually, so, I'll just talk about when yeah, we get there, but yeah, yeah. Bakugo... I, I know, I know exactly what you're talking but like, about. But... It's, like, really dumb. Well, but he scores so high, he was, like, the top of the class in their middle school, wasn't he? Didn't they say that? Bakugo? Yeah. Yeah. So he's supposed... I mean, I guess there are people out there that are, like, really test smart. They're good no. test takers and not, like, street smart or whatever well, no, 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 you no. want to call that. And, but I, would, I wouldn't even say that. I don't think I don't think I can say that Bakugo isn't street smart. I think he just has this really weird complex about Deku. Like it's, yeah, it seems to be pretty centered around Midoriya and yeah. not, uh, <laughs> not applicable to the rest right. of the world. Because he doesn't seem to underestimate his classmates other than Midoriya. I mean, not that he has had the chance to, I guess. Yeah. But I, I mean, he underestimated his other middle school classmates because he made it clear that he was the only kid that he thought was going to get into UA. And he would have been right, but, yeah. you know. To be, to be fair to him, if it weren't for these crazy, uh, you know, protagonist circumstances. Right, he absolutely. He would have been correct. But yeah, so he, he like freaks out. Uh, oh, and I do want to say you were right in the last episode. You and I went back and forth a little bit on whether or not uh, Midoriya actually did break his finger or if it was just uh, because he makes a fist. And I was like, no, if you can bend it, then it's not broken. But Ida says in the episode it that it broken. is broken. Yeah, it looks like he broke his finger. Again. Yeah. Which I guess Ida could be wrong, but yeah, I, I think we can assume that it's broken. Um, but you know, it, it's you can you can bend your finger when it's broken. You shouldn't. 
it was a dumb thing for him to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and then we see, so Aizawa says... Um, yeah, let's talk about the scarf real quick. The scarf, yeah, how it, it's a capture weapon, so it's like part of his hero outfit, I guess, look, which is just look, this, plain black clothes. This, this scarf continues to not make sense. Because, like, he looks like, oh, it's made of uh, carbon fibers and a special metal. Uh-huh. And, and then, like, and then he just, like, tugs on it, and, like, it perfectly wraps itself back around his neck. So, like, again, for the... Like, yeah, I, it's, I, like, mildly telekinetic or something. Right, and, and so I, I guess it comes down to I'm not 100% sure, again, if this is, like, just an aesthetics thing. Yeah. Or is it, like, the special metal alloy is, like, makes it be prehensile? Right, like, technology in this world could be different in such a way that that makes sense, and it just right. doesn't make sense to us. So, but, I mean, it's a cool scarf, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then, he, well, he also talks about how his quirk has the drawback of, uh, it dries out his eyes if he uses it too much, because he, he has to keep his, his eyes yeah. open, and we, it only works when he's looking at you. We touched we touched on this, um, a little bit last episode. Yeah, because we saw him put in eye drops, I think. Yeah, so we just assumed it was making his eyes yeah. dry, and so this, this does follow, which makes the kids all stupid for not noticing, or whatever, because <laughs> he, like, literally pulls out eye drops. Right. But whatever. Um, but I, I do, I do think it's, it's again, um... An interesting point to talk about, like, I hope this gets explored. Like, I'm, I'm kind of excited for, you get to, for it to get mm-hmm. explored more because, like, really basic stuff like, okay, okay, so he has those goggles. We saw them from last time. Mm-hmm. What are those goggles? Are they, like, mirror goggles? Yeah, I was thinking they would be mirror goggles so he can see behind him so he doesn't need to, you know, it's like but, having eyes in the back of your head type. But, like, would that still work? Like, does oh, this yeah. work Is for it... mirrors? You're right, yeah. I don't know. Like, would, would, would a... And like, where this is just all hundred percent speculation. Would there be a way to stop uh, his quirk from working? Would be to just like put yourself behind glass, is it through glass. Oh yeah. Put yourself. Would that work? Put I yourself in a bodysuit. Oh, like a full bodysuit where he's not technically ever yeah, able to see you? you. Like what? Yeah. What? What constitutes like a one-way bodysuit? I don't know. Yeah. If that exists. A one-way bodysuit. Um, like there's, I... a, there's a two. There's a one-way mirror. One-way mirror. Is that what that's called, right? That's not a two-way mirror because that doesn't make any sense. Two, no, re- two-way. Two-way mirror. I think. I, I think it's called a two-way mirror, but, but you're it right, doesn't make any sense. Like, he's talking about the kind of mirror where uh, if you're standing on one side of it, you can see through it, but on the other side, it just looks like a regular mirror. By the way, here's a little tip. If you suspect that there is a two-way mirror in front of you, if you press your finger to the mirror, if it appears that your finger is touching itself, that's a two-way mirror. Somebody can see you through the other side. If there's a tiny gap in between it, the width of the glass where it's being reflected on the silvery backing of the mirror, then it's just a one-way mirror and there's nobody looking at you. I learned that because uh, bars actually have that in the women's bathroom sometimes so that the men can look into the women's restroom. That's really creepy. Yes. Here's a slightly less creepy um, thing. The reason why <laughs> uh, vampires uh, didn't have reflections was the folklore is because it used to be that mirrors were actually silver back. Right, not so, silver. It wasn't re- it wasn't the reflection thing. It was a silver thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. Unrelated Ooh. to my hero academia. Double facts. Yes. Yeah. You're welcome, cool. everyone. Uh, so back to Aizawa. Right. He's got a scarf or whatever. Yeah. But what I think is interesting for me from a world building perspective is this idea of um, quirk drawbacks and limitations. Yes. Uh, we don't go into a lot of them, but one that I remember for sure, Kamui Woods is sort of made of wood, and he had trouble um, fighting the um, the fire. Uh, when Bakugo was caught by that slime monster, he couldn't really go in because he was made out of fire, or made out of fire, made out of wood. <laughs> made, out, made out of <laughs> and, fire. And um, Mount Lady had trouble, like, she couldn't even approach the place because... Uh, she couldn't even approach because her body was too big and she couldn't walk up to. Right, and and this this is a, this is I think a fun a fun example of it where it's like it really just makes sense like okay if if it's things that you look at yeah their power is negated you need to keep your eyes open like how good are you at staring contests yeah like that's the drawback like, that's that's part of your training is just Stay. exercising being able to keep your eyes open for a long time. So I, I I like that. So it, it, it's a fun thing that just follows. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we see that Baku is being kind of weird thing. We see, you know, 
uh, it's going to get explored more in this episode. So I think yeah. we, can, we can like mildly table it. Uh, I want to point out real quick in the shipping corner that Ochako and Midoriya were sit-up partners during the sit-up oh, portion a, of the This is a great exam. shipping episode for that. It really for is them. for that pairing. Yes. Um, but we sort of, I, I guess, just like move into them doing the rest of the tests. Yeah, so they, they kind of like flash through the rest of the tests. Not really important to spend time on. Um, and then they show the scoreboard. Again, okay, I know it says not go. important to over it. So we are oh, going no, to no. start talking about some of the kids who maybe didn't get screen time, but we can see their quirk in the opening episode. Of yeah. the episode. And, and we can even, for one I'm thinking of in particular, we sort of see what their quirk is later in this episode. Yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah, the, the one I'm referring to is the one who, who comes in second, Todoroki. Yeah. Um, and we see uh, him in the opening, um, like, using ice powers, and mm-hmm. we see him later on in this episode, uh, like, half his body is covered in ice. Yeah, right so, before they do the battle exam. Yeah. So without, without, without spoilers, we can, we can assume that he has ice powers. Yes. Right? I think pretty readily. And he comes in second, right? And... I guess we were just sort of like having a brainstorming session of like what what could he do with his ice powers to make him come in second. Right. So the the foot rate, the sprint, he could make the ground icy and yeah. sprint forward. I mean, he's not going to beat Ida, but he well, can do pretty well. We we see we see, we do see him again. We're like using the opening a bit. Like he like kind of does that thing that every scene at Incredibles, like Frozone can make can like almost make oh, himself like, a like, like surf situation yeah. to go like really fast. Like okay. I, I believe that. Right. So that and the distance run, he could yeah, probably... S- same idea. But, like, ice powers don't help him at push-ups. Ice powers don't help him at sit-ups. Ice powers don't help him at the ball throw. Don't help him at uh, gripping. Yeah, grip strength, not enhanced by ice in any way. So, like, I, I don't buy it. Yeah, because the two things that he would do really well at, Ida's going to beat him. For and yet, sure. Ida has done better, or uh, he has done better than Ida so, in right, his rankings. At, at, le- at least in general. And I guess it could be said, like, if he's in better physical condition than um, Ida, and he's, like, consistently doing much better than Ida in all the other events, technically, but Ida would still be... Would smoke him. <laughs> Well, and at least two of the events, like right. no contest, right? And 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 we'll we'll move from the top of the list to the bottom of the list because Deku does come in last, and right. okay, like let's, let's actually try something. Blah 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 blah. It was fake, like I said it would be. Like, I really want to clarify. Too. I want to talk about that a lot more. So let's focus on the list. Okay, but just yeah. So De- Deku comes in last. Yeah. Right, and there I think is one other student in particular that we can talk about who we know what their power is. There's an invisible girl. She yeah. is, she's invisible. We see her. Yes. I did air quotes. Yes. We, we see her. We see her. We, we see her later in this episode being invisible with just gloves. We saw her last episode. Like, you can point out, you can see that there is a, a girl's school outfit that doesn't, you can't see the actual girl in it. But right, it's but it's, it's like outfit. clearly being worn yes. by a body. How did she beat Deku? Like, see, like, how? Because it, on, 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 we're talking two levels here, okay? One level, he he threw a ball over 700 meters. Right, so that's already one category where she does, if, she, if her only power is invisibility, and I think that's a good caveat, if her only power is invisibility. Right. And I, I guess we could have a situation here where she's like a Miss, Mrs. Fantastic, and she is the invisible woman who also has force fields or something, and then like, okay, okay, fine. But I'm going to assume she just has invisible powers, because it's always seen. Right. Okay. How? Yeah, because How? At, at minimum, Midori beats her at the ball throw, and then he's in such good physical condition. We saw him train with All Might for, for 10, ten months. months. Like, I understand that all of the kids are probably in very good physical condition to have no, no, gotten no. into the I school d- at I all. I don't necessarily agree with that, because, because we, we see that uh, Uraraka, she... She goes slower than uh, Midoriya on on the yeah. short run that we see. Like, I, if anything, I would expect a lot of these kids to be in worse physical condition than Deku. Well, worse than Deku, sure, yes, but, but d- still good, like better than average, yes, I would imagine. Certainly, but but distinctly worse because these kids have been depending on their quirks their entire oh. lives. Have been tra- have been focusing on. I would assume a lot of them focusing on developing their quirks. Oh, yeah, that's more I didn't more than consider. their physical education stuff. Yeah. Right, like you know why like why should like in a really functional standpoint why should Uraraka worry so much about how much she can lift, how much she can bench press. Yeah, because she can lift an infinite amount of yeah. weight with her gravity-defying powers. Like, it, it literally makes sense for Uraka to be less 
uh, physically fit than average, just by virtue of her quirk, and it, it shouldn't count against her. Yeah, I think that's a great because point. it would be more important for her to develop her quirk. So like, just the idea, and like, obviously Uraka should be Deku because she gets an infinite score. I'm one of them, but just like <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm we don't see all of the kids' um, powers in this episode, right? But like, I have to imagine that there are enough kids who are just like, yeah, my I I I would rather work out my you know. I could say that none of these kids can fly. I'd rather work out my wings and get better at flying. Yeah. My grip strength is going to be trash, but I can fly at, like, Mach 2. So, right. So screw Yeah, off. like, I can't run very fast because I can fly so fast. Yes. And, you know, I would assume that kid would be able to then fly in, in, the, in the meter run or something. Um, yeah, I that, would imagine. That, 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 that is another question of, like, you know, weird definitions of... If, if, if it, like, oh, Bakugo, Bakugo right. didn't run. Yeah, he didn't run. He, he didn't just run. flew across. I mean, yeah. So, like, you know, like, on the these one are hand, kind I'm of a sure misnomer. The, the spirit of the exam, as far as Aizawa says, is to, so he can get an idea of the potential of the kids and, like, how they can creatively use their quirk. And, and I think that's the crux, because it sort of gives Aizawa a pass on putting Deku in last place. Because he's not actually, I think, if, if, I'm, if I'm, like, playing devil's advocate for him, He's not actually saying, like, oh, Uraka got an infinity in this test, and she got this much in this test, and he got did first place in this mm-hmm. one, and first place in this He's, like, just using these as a way to say how much potential I think each of these kids have. Okay, so it could be, like, Aizawa gave them a numeric score unrelated to how well they actually did at the task, yes. and related to, instead, like, their creativity and raw power in some yes. cases. And that's the that's only, an interesting that's way, the only way I'm able to, like, sleep at night with this. <laughs> because, because, again, like, even then, if I assume that Invisible Girl's power is just she's invisible, how is she more invisible? <laughs> right. Can she be more invisible? Yeah. That's a good point. Like, like how is she like, creatively what is cl- using her invisibility? Yeah, what's a clever use of it? Like, it, like, can she say, like, hey, teacher, I already ran that. Did you see me? Yeah, or like... Prove I didn't run like, it. Like, Prove I didn't run yeah, it. Yeah, like, start counting her push-ups when she's not actually right, doing that. Right, if she's, a, if she's like, oh yeah, I did I did 8,000 push-ups. Yeah. Prove, my, prove I'm wrong. Yeah, like one, two, thousand. Three. Just like <laughs> oh, keep just standing counting. There? Yeah, just standing there, but yeah. like keep counting. And, and so I mean, like, I guess she's wearing her school uniform. Just so take it off. Like, <laughs> you know, Mr. Aizawa, I would feel more comfortable doing these if I didn't have my clothes on. <laughs> it, it, do, it, do, it does beg a question of like, I guess we're going, like, she hasn't really been formally introduced, so I'll actually table this, but, like, for the most part, like, being invisible, how the hell did she get in? Yeah, like, how did that give her an advantage how in the, the did, robot how, how, fighting? How did she Maybe kill she any robots? Maybe she got all rescue points like Midoriya did. How did anyone see her rescue anyone? She had clothes on, presumably. Uh, just, how did she get in? Whatever. Rescue points. What? It seems sure. really straightforward that someone like that could get on, on rescue points. Uh, I just wanted to mention that um, Yaoya Rozu wins. Momo. Right, yeah, Momo Yaoya Rozu. Uh, and she is the one that Aizawa says that he was just kidding and he wasn't really going to... Oh, It was a rational deception because blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, you guys didn't figure it out. Sorry, Sorry I, I guess I should have said something. Like, and, what a know-it-all. And then and they, he, they showed again later when they're like in English class and Midoriya's like... Oh, the morning classes are really boring. We all just care about the hero stuff in the afternoon. And no, she's like, got her no, hands no. up in the air. No, no, Midori is not the word jumping ahead a little bit, but it's it's like a couple of other students. It's like um, uh, the alien looking girl, um, Bakugo, I'm forgetting the other two, that is like, oh, it's so boring. And Midori is like, it's the, the, the one that's wrong is number four, the road of pronouns in the wrong place. And then Momo raises the hand behind. So Midori oh, is... Oh, is he like saying it in yes, his head yes, he or is. something? He, or Midori Bowman. is the other um, good in two shoes, so... Yeah, but he's not answering it in class. No, but I want I want to talk about, I want to talk about how Momo says, oh, you guys didn't figure it out. <laughs> And, and she's wrong. She is wrong. Yeah. He was going yeah. to fail him. She was completely wrong. Totally. And and in fact and has has failed an entire class according to All Might. So screw off, girl. Right. Screw you. So that so let's talk talking about Isaac for talking a second. Talking to my boy. Uh, um. I yeah. So Isaac says he's lying. No one's going home. And then um. Later, he says to All Might that he wasn't lying, and he would have actually sent them home if he hadn't seen enough potential from them. 
like, first of all, where does this guy get off? It's not his job. They already passed the exam. I'm I mean, pretty sure I, I ranted about it in the last episode, yeah. but I'm still angry. Um, and then I just disagree with the lying at all. Like, why don't you say something encouraging? Like, I was going to send home loser, but you guys all showed me today that you had potential, so I'm going to let you stay. Like, because lying inspire bleh. some belief in your students. That's like day one teacher training. Uh, yeah, you know? I don't know. It, it's. It, I think it's just you have to accept the cliche. It's just a trope. It really is. <laughs> I guess. Like, like the, the hard ass teacher. The only thing that's keeping me like lukewarm on Aizawa is that he provides a lot of visual humor with the weird faces that he makes. He does. He's got a great smile. Um, so that's why I can't say that I like totally am against Aizawa. Beautiful smile. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, All Might kicked out an entire class of freshmen. No, 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 no. I saw what it All Might has not kicked out anyone. Oh, sorry, I, I was, I, the names are both written next to yeah. each other in my notes. Which again, like, I don't know, like, uh, we can just gloss this a little bit, but like, no he didn't. This is just, this is just the story being hyperbolic. Right, but I'm think, I was thinking, um, does that mean that he only teaches first years, <laughs> Or does it mean that he just has to teach first years again because he yeah. doesn't have a class no, to think, move up I with? I think that's what that means. Okay. I think that's what that means. So then, like, is there another teacher somewhere? Like, they taught third years last year, and now they're ready for a class of freshmen, but they can't because there's already... Like, I was still a first-year teacher again. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I think this is probably just a rotation. Like, yeah, you know, I, I do we, get the sense that the teachers all do hey, we see different pr- things. President Mike teaches He teaches English, English, yeah. But, like, maybe he doesn't always teach English. Maybe he just, he teaches English because he's good at teaching English. Right, and, so maybe he has a home yeah. a homeroom class in the morning as well, and yeah. just don't or maybe some, it. Or maybe, like, in, you know, a year or two down the line, they would make him a homeroom teacher or something. Oh, yeah. And someone else would teach yeah. English. Yeah, and maybe, yeah. like, maybe Aizawa, while President Mike's teaching English, <laughs> Aizawa goes and teaches, like... History. History somewhere Dickishness. else. <laughs> You know, history. You know, ethics. Yeah, history. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, but, oh, no, that is what I wanted to say. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so they have that whole confrontation. Yeah, and Aizawa accuses All Might of playing favorites, yeah, um, which is kind of perceptive. Not really. But not really, because All Might's making it very obvious. Yeah. <laughs> and the, oh, so then All Might's like, you and I are going to have a problem or yeah, something. I, I don't What problem are you going to have? Aizawa's being mean to your favorite kid and then calls you out on favoritism that's not a problem in my eyes i don't maybe it's like a translation thing that we just didn't get the whole context um and then oh aizawa does say it's cruel to let kids go on believing in in impossible dreams or something to that effect and that's kind of a similar sentiment to what aizawa or uh all my originally yeah on the rooftop you know if you don't have a quirk you can't be a superhero and, and and so you know, the, the, I think it's them trying to paint like, oh no, he's not just a hard ass. Yeah. There's something like you know he he is in in, a, in his own way, looking out for these kids. It's just that you know, he didn't. I'm not convinced by it. Like it seems just it just really came off more as him being a hard ass than, yeah. than anything else. Yeah. So, so, so whatever. It's it's kind of like, I hope that Aizawa becomes more likable. 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 Yeah. But... Likable. But I also feel like he's the teacher, and it's probably not, he's probably not that important of a character, so he well, might no. not ever be more than no, this no, no. one note. I mean, I mean, I know we're we're you know to a certain extent we're not we're not going to be uh, speaking ahead, but like he is the teacher, like it's it's own it's it's the trope. He's going to be important. Okay. There's no I'm not super not. familiar with tropes in anime well, in general. J- just because like you know you, you can't have too big of a recurring cast. So yeah, and you, they already have a whole cast full of yeah, students. Yeah, so you you establish who it's going to be. I, we we're gonna we can. You very... mean we're not going to see Backdraft again? He was a one off. Oh my gosh, I hope he back dies. <laughs> <laughs> Cruel. Drown, drown, Backdraft, drown in your fire, drown in your water fire. Yeah. So then we get a little bit more um, information about Recovery Girl's quirk. Yeah. So Recovery so... goes to her for healing after he has broken his finger. And um, he, he says that he feels sleepy, and she explains that she doesn't actually heal. She speeds up the body's natural recovery process. Yes. And if your body doesn't have enough stamina, you'll die. You'll die. Yeah. She gives you the kiss of death. So, which, which is, again, the flip side. Um, so, in the last episode, or maybe it was two episodes ago, I think. Yeah, it was two episodes ago, we sort of... Um, 
uh, tried to guess exactly what Recovery Girl's powers yeah, meant. Yeah, because we saw yeah. her heal Midoriya at the battle yeah, and, city. And to my mind, she actually had like some sort of time powers. Whereas this, it seems like she has. She's basically inducing nice cancer. <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah, because cancer. Is yeah, like she's she's creating cellular. like I, yeah, I assume like forcible cell regeneration. Yeah. Um, which, again, so. Can she define healing as like life is a condition that I would like to heal? I and honestly I kill don't somebody. think I honestly don't think it's that involved. I think it's just whatever your body would naturally do on its own. It's she speeds your, that up. Your, so bo- if your body kiss... naturally bodies naturally get cancer on their own. Well, and that's yes, you're right, so but not I, all the time. Like every time you get a scrape and it heals itself, you don't develop cancer. But if your body was going to develop cancer. She could probably induce it faster. I mean, I think considering... But is that healing? I don't know. I just think that from a functional standpoint, what cancer does and what, like, regular cell regeneration mm-hmm. does are similar enough that in my head, if Recovery Girl wanted to, she could induce cancer. Well, maybe in this post-apocalyptic society, there is Post-apocalyptic a society? I don't know. In this non-our world... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it, this this world is clearly ours. Maybe post-apocalyptic is not the right descriptor. But in this world that's different than ours, we were talking about the scarf mm-hmm. earlier, might have some technology that we just don't know about. Um, maybe there's a cure for cancer that's so good that they don't even need to worry about that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I'm still going to believe it. (laughs) I just want to say, I think this is a really good school nurse power because it's not very, it wouldn't be very effective in the field. Um, Oh, I disagree. Well, if you're like somebody's injured, you don't, as opposed to another healing power is what I'm talking about. So you, I can't oh, heal you, you just, instantly. It makes you so sleepy that you're functionally out of the fight. You're not going to die from your, from your wound, but you're still out of the fight because you're tired now. Okay. As opposed to somebody who can just straight up heal you with time warping powers or reality warping powers or, or healing powers or whatever. Um, so I think it's a really good school nurse power because it's good healing for a school, but it's not like... I don't want to say it would be a waste for, like, a better healer to be a school nurse, but it seems like because this healing power isn't as good in the field, it it's a good use of it to be here in a school. I, I mean, it, it might be. Con- considering um, this world is trying to at least mildly ground itself, or it's not, it's not like, you know, like, Mumidoriya punches hard enough, he breaks his bones. When... Uh, you know, when Recovery Girl heals somebody, like, there's an actual repercussion. Aizawa gets dry eyes from, mm-hmm. from using his eyes. It might just be that in this world, there aren't really healing powers that don't come with some weird drawback. Or yeah, that could be the case, too. To we haven't seen any other healing-type yeah. powers. Yeah, it does seem that this world sort of functions in that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd be super surprised if someone could just, like, you know, like, I can, I can create a black hole... But it just and it's right there, mm-hmm. and, and you're go away. Like I can make a a nuke. <laughs> I nuked I nuked this city. Yeah. And that's it. And I can just do that whenever I want. Like I don't I don't get that impression from these powers. Yeah, they, they do seem, seem be, kind of balanced. Yeah, to to a certain extent. Uh, I do want to point out that Recovered Girl has a Kamui Woods candy dispenser. Yes, I saw. <laughs> and she gives her away the candy out of it. That's cute. cute. And it shows that there's, like, merchandise of the heroes. I wonder if Kamui Woods gets those uh, kickbacks. Royalties? Oh, of course it does. Is his likeness? I guess it could be well, a, It could be a bootleg. Well, it might be a bootleg, but what I was thinking is they're, like, paid by the government or something, we don't, right? We're not they're sure. Like, it's just the heroes are based on are paid based on popularity, so maybe he's... Um, and then uh, Deku says at one point that All Might works for a hero agency, so maybe the agency gets the royalties and Kamui Woods doesn't see any of that money. Yeah, I, I mean... They, they, they I haven't just, built yeah, the we, world We don't know what the know, economy of this world is. But it which, is something that we can speculate on. Which, which again, we're going to... I guess, okay, I'm just going to use this to jump off. Uh, no, no, no. We'll get to the costumes when we get to the costumes. Yeah, because, okay. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, so they're walking home after school. Yeah. I thought this was a really cute scene where uh, Ida's walking home with him, and then Uraraka comes up, and yeah. they're all walking, like, and, you made a friend. And I think this you? this really does establish that I, I'm imagining these as, like, I think that the show wants us to understand these are the three main. Yeah, and yeah. I think I want to take a little time to touch on the character design of these three, because it is um, something that's taught in character design. Yeah, yep. Um, uh, if you're having a trio, you consider shapes. 
Mm-hmm. Square, triangle, and circle, and you consider colors red, blue, and green. Obviously, their hair colors are red, blue, and green. Yeah, and, and Uruk is kind of brown, but she her motifs are kind of pink. So yeah, she it, still her hair red. I think would be auburn. Yeah. if I had to give it a name. Um, and then Ida obviously is very square and angular. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I go back and forth between whether I think uh, Ochako or Midoriya are the oh, triangle no. or the circle. Deku is the triangle, and is Uruk he? is the circle. Oh, we'll just jump really quickly forward to their costumes she has very rounded edges she her, does her I hair guess is rounded her hair is rounded but i also think it's kind of triangular shaped i, I guess if like, you look at just her head I, I, but a lot of that spiky hair yeah. so that's kind of a lot of too. her motifs i think are rounded like yeah her, I would her, agree finger that. her finger pads that are, sure. are rounded yeah you know, I, I yeah I, I just imagine her, and especially yeah, you're right. Especially in their hero costumes with um, Deku's ear things yeah. or whatever they are, and and, and even beyond that, like uh, this might just be me, me personally, but like gravity because it's associated with planets, her motifs just feel very round to me. Okay. I would, I yeah, would I would say. I would agree. But yeah, and I, even I think they do a good job. Like they all slightly well, Ida's much taller than both of them, but yeah. Deku, Deku's taller than Uraraka by a little bit. So that, you know, they have distinct silhouettes, distinct um, personalities. Right. So, yeah. Ma- main trio, boom, 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 bada bang. Yeah. And uh, Uraraka comes up and calls, she can't remember Midori's name, so she calls him Deku. She's like, I think I heard Bakugo call you Deku earlier, right? <laughs> and you she's like, Deku! <laughs> and Midori's like, well, actually, he used it as an insult. And she's like, oh, well, I thought it was kind of cute. And Midori's like, okay, everyone call me Deku from now on! <laughs> I mean, like, look, it's, it, it... <laughs> It's, it's, like, exaggerated, but it's cute, so I'm fine with it. It is. It's yeah. very cute. So, I'm here for like, it. A, a very obvious crush. And I, I do like how he's like, this has changed everything. And she, like, just gets this, like, blank look on her face. Like, I don't know his name. Was yeah. I do, not, I do not notice the effect <laughs> that I have on this boy. So, whatever. Um, but, yeah, so we, we, we sort of we sort of knock through the episode, mm-hmm. the front half. Uh, um, and then, yeah, so they, they talk about how they have the general studies courses in the mornings, and then in the yeah. afternoons they have the hero courses, and All Might comes in to do their well, hero training, and when he comes in, his cape is billowing. Okay, I, I love this scene. <laughs> I can, every single time All Might shows up, like, it's... it's the funniest thing that's happened. He show. says his catchphrase. He's like, I am here. Coming through the door like a superhero. And he's like, looks like so, like the stupidest pose ever, but he makes it work because he's huge. I want to point <laughs> this out. So he's like filling up the door. Like, yeah. They're, they're not. Oh yeah, because Midoriya on the first day says how big the door yeah. is and here's All Might taking up all of yeah. it. And like some part of his silhouette is taken up by the fact that his hair stands up so it makes it, right. it gives him an extra foot or whatever. But like, I, I love, like, it, it, the, the show's not, super consistent about showing how huge he is but especially in, in like in, in these scenes they make him so massive and yeah. so jacked in that outfit like it's he is like gargantuan and I, and I do love it um, just like in the way he comes in the classroom he's like do 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 and a, a really fun thing um, uh, Suyu the frog girl uh-huh. d- does call out like oh is he wearing his silver age costume right okay, so this what is, does that mean so this is this is a reference so again the, the creator of this series is like a massive comic book fan um, and uh, western comic books specifically uh, American comic books are often um, referred to as having different ages like the golden age of comics the silver age of comics mm-hmm. the bronze age the dark age of comics stuff like that I'd say those are actually probably the, the main ones and uh, the silver age uh, I mean especially considering I would say All Might is a huge reference to Superman in particular not surprising Superman is the superhero uh, yeah. the Superman um and uh, All Might's motifs in his outfit do very much mirror Superman's Silver Age motifs. Mm-hmm. It's, when, it's when he was getting his more distinctive, like, sort of S situation and had a little bit of yellow in his costume. And just, uh, I, I, I love, it's, a, it's a cute little fun reference. And I like the fact that it's not just Midoriya that says it. Like, that obviously... Oh, yeah. It's you. And, yeah. like, all the uh, kids in the rest of the class are so excited. Yeah. And this is, I guess, the first time the other kids realize that he's going to be a teacher. Yeah, for sure. So, like, they so have maybe heard it he, or something. Yeah, but... maybe. Because All Might appears in Midoriya's um, entrance hologram message that yeah. he gets. So, I guess, maybe he didn't do all of them. Which contradicts what they say, like, because he's I like, I got to do how many? 
um, but if I, I maybe we're maybe they just thought away, it was like yeah, a celebrity like, appearance and that he wasn't yeah, going to be like, one I of the teachers. Like, is, is he like really teaching? Like that's crazy. Yeah. Or maybe they didn't think that he'd be teaching the first years or something. Yeah, maybe whatever. he's just going to observe or just be like a celebrity figurehead for the school or something. Yeah, he pops in looking uh, looking fresh, fly, looking fresh to death. Oh yes, and. Introduces the concept of costumes. Yeah, and I, they get costumes. It's like day one. I mean, I know it's not actually day yeah. one, but it's, it's like proper day one. Yeah, they have their they're having their classes, and they get costumes, and they go into how the kids all uh, sent away for these costumes with yeah. their measurements and like Which, ideals again, for the costumes. What kind of money? Right. Oh they have a gosh. private costume manufacturer uh, on contract with the school. They have, they have a costume allowance. Yeah. A, a amount of money just for their costumes. And these costumes are bananas. Like, especially, like, they go through a quick little, like, these kids sent in sketches. Like, terrible, crappy yeah. sketch. I especially love Bakugo's sketch. Looks like a stick figure. And it, tur- and it turns it into his, like, outfit, which is, like, really detailed. Yeah. There's a lot going on. He's got, on. like, grenade gauntlets yeah, and stuff. How expensive that must have been. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. What's good? Uh, <laughs> the, the economy in this world is bananas. Yeah. Um, uh, and then they talk about how uh, Midoriya doesn't get one. Well, he does. He could, I, I read this as he could have gotten one. But he, like, yes, he could have gotten one, but he chooses to take the one that his mom got for him, which I feel like was really irresponsible. Like, I don't want to... Oh, I disagree. I don't want to rag on Midori's mom, because I think that what she does in this episode is very touching and heartwarming and totally um, redeems her in my eyes for what I felt was a parental misstep, and she totally acknowledges that and apologizes for it. Like, really healthy stuff. Like, you could not write a better scene for a parent, in my opinion. Oh, yes. For, she like for she apologizes, she reaffirms, she's supportive. It's, re- yeah. it's really yeah, and then really she fantastic. presents him with this hearing uniform, which obviously like is the icing on the cake for this moment. But I can't help but think that this school, as we just mentioned, incredibly, insanely wealthy. I have to imagine that the school would be able to f- provide him with a better costume than whatever she was able to get. It, in terms of, like, safety or functionality or, like, appearance. Here's why I disagree. And there's two main points. One, he, they're sending in doodles. Okay, there's there's no way they're getting too much out of this stuff. Like, But you saw them. Oh, apparently you did. So, like, they, they range between full body suits of armor to, like, a diaper. Yes. Yeah. But how's the, how's the diaper it's helping It's probably, you? like, a tactical diaper. One, one of them is literally just wearing, like, a jacket and a regular t-shirt and, like, jeans. Yeah. yeah. I think, actually, multiples, but... multiple of them are doing that. Uh, I'm pretty sure the red-headed kid is shirtless also. Yeah, like, so, so not offering a lot in the way of protection. Maybe he's got, like, a suit, like, an invisible fabric suit. I don't know. But, like, I, I, I think, like, maybe on some level I see where you're coming from, but obviously what, what this is doing at sort of a meta point is to give costumes to these kids. Yeah. To make, to make them a little bit more distinct. Yeah. I would say some... Because in the school uniforms, they yeah. don't. Like, yeah, they're they're all unique, but you're right. They're yeah. e- extremely different in these yes. hero Yes, and it, it, does, it can sort of speak to uh, their personalities of each of these kids. Oh, yeah, that's a good helpful. idea. They're visually distinct in terms of personality as well yeah. as... So I don't uh, think... I, I, I think um, for the most part, I, I, can, I can see how some of these outfits might have function that could be helpful. Um, like again, a suit of armor. Um, right. For Ida, which is weird in itself, I would think maybe he's super cautious. I mean, he seems to be that kind of like anal retentive, everything has to be in order guy. Maybe he's really worried about taking damage. I guess, but like you know, I. I mean, I would be if I was in a superpower world. I would want like the best armor you can buy. Well, My but, costume. But also, but also, I think functionally for for Deku in particular. When you have, when your power is just super strength, mm-hmm. there's not much you can do with a costume that's gonna help in some way. Like, I guess yeah. You know, like, your, all of your power yeah. comes from inside like we, your we, body. I think we, we have one really good example of you know whatever's going on with Aoyama, the the tummy laser guy. Mm-hmm. You know he has a belt that's uh, facilitating his laser powers. Yeah. Maybe it's amplifying them. Maybe it's directing them. Yeah. Hard hard to say, but like okay, equipment can absolutely work and help with certain quirks. I'm in, I'm in. I buy it. If you have super strength, like maybe some sort of 
brace on his arm, but I don't know. Like it, it'd be hard to like. What do you what do you put on that would make it so your arms don't break when you punch? Right, like, the force and of a what is what like, is Uraraka's costume right. doing to enhance her anti gravity powers? Like it, it can can there be anything? So you know, I I would say well I totally get where you're coming from. I think for for Deku for him. His mom making costume is going to be just as good as, as you would, right. for the most part. Like, maybe it'll be less durable. Like, maybe they're making it with carbon weave fiber that's as soft as Egyptian cotton <laughs> and as light as air. So, like, maybe that. But I don't think it's affording any extra attention. Oh, maybe it's machine washable. That's really... That could be the difference. <laughs> yeah. That's a new feature. <laughs> Second Incredibles reference in one episode! Gosh, I'm on fire. Uh, so, All Might notices... Well, I want I want to I want to talk about two quick things. Sure. Um... First, they go into this idea of registering your quirk. Oh, okay. Uh, which I think is super interesting, because it's, it's like government registry. Right, he has to go to the courthouse to do it. Yeah, which um, you know, the comic book nerd in me just sort of thinks of... I guess it's come up recently, in uh, fairly recently, in Marvel... Uh, movies people might be a little bit more aware of the superhero yeah. registration act the the civil war storyline back in Marvel. Uh, um, that's the one where um, they want all they they want superheroes to be registered because of all the collateral damage from some fight that they had. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just it's just an interesting thing that you have to register. It's mm-hmm. it's uh you know I think it's an argument to be made in a in a certain series that being a way bigger deal they just sort of wave it off. Yeah, like, hey, mm-hmm. you, you have to register your power. Um, but again, could just be that superpowers are so ubiquitous in the society, whereas in you know in Marvel or DC Comics, superheroes right there's like a handful as, yeah, of superpowers. as many as there humans. are, they are far outnumbered. Right, by whereas this, they keep giving us the stat of eighty like percent of the population has quirks. So yeah, and so you know maybe at that point it's more like yeah, you know when you get your driver's license or whatever, like you have to give them your name. And your superpower. Yeah. Like it's, it's basically your name. Yeah. Uh, but also the idea that someone might not intrinsically know what their power is, which is super interesting. Right. And not just in the way... The example they give was someone who thought that she was squirting water out of her body and then realized that she was actually drawing moisture from the air and turning it into water. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's totally reasonable that there would be someone like Midoriya that thought they didn't have a power and then do like some incident happens later in life and they realize, Oh my gosh, I can like telekinetically control exclusively plastic yeah, sports. I, yeah. I never tried or, or, you know, like just the fact that it's not crazy for you to not fully understand how your own power works, mm-hmm. which isn't crazy because, you know, I, I would say the majority of people don't know the muscle situation, like, you know, what, when I clench my fist, mm-hmm. I don't know the full science behind what's going on, but I can, yeah. st- I can still do it. Yeah. So that's, it's not a crazy idea, but I think that it, it is important to like keep in mind that these are really natural extensions of these people. Mm-hmm. It is, it is like having an extra arm, or, but like that it, it's not weird. They just do it, and it, there's some some portion of it that's intrinsic, and they know how to do it. Right. But, like, you know, you, you, still, you still have to be taught how to walk. You have, you have to be right. taught how to talk. And that's something else, too. Like, if you think that you're squirting water out of your body, maybe you don't... You're like, you know, I probably can't make enough money off of this as a superpower. I'm not going to try to go to hero school. And then you just don't really... And then later in life, you're like, oh, I guess I'm actually just pulling moisture out of the air. Which would be, if you, again, like, to a certain power, that's crazy powerful. Being able to pull moisture out of the air. Right, and then you're like, man, I really wish I would have gone to hero school now. (laughs) Especially, like, is it that you can just pull moisture out of the air, or can can you... Right, could you train yourself to pull it out of someone's body and murder them? Yeah, like, that becomes a way That's when you're like, ugh, so much wasted potential. I could have been a hero. I'll be a villain. Ding, ding. But yeah, I just think it's a it's a it's an interesting you know, once again quick little look into this world. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing, uh, if you don't mind, I would like to talk about um, some of the costumes. Oh, for I, sure. I hate them. I hate All so I hate so many of them. <laughs> I, I hate Deku's. I hate Uraraka's. I, they I show hate them. the diaper. They show them all so briefly that I didn't get a very good look at all of them. But if you have a couple, like the diaper one, I, I hate don't the like. diaper one. I hate uh uh I I, I th- her name is the names are all called out. I think we can see what are all, they? Um, well, there's, oh, in the opening, I think a lot of them. Whatever are. stripper girls outfit. Stri- okay, I actually don't know what you're talking about. Stripper girl? Momo's outfit. Oh, Yaoi Rozu. Yeah, I love that one. Her, I hate, I, I hate her outfit. I okay. 
Just like she's not, I feel that like she's not wearing pants. She's not wearing underwear. I think that she is an empowered woman. It's so she... impractical. It's so impractical. <laughs> you you don't have a long skirt getting in the way of your running. You could have a short skirt she... get in the way of your running. She has a short skirt no, on. No, she doesn't. She's wearing a belt. She's wearing a utility belt. She's not wearing pants. I thought that was a skirt. No. I thought it was like a mini skirt. No, it's literally just a belt. She's wearing like a leotard that, that like oh it's a leotard she, no okay. no no but I can't call it a leotard because it it it, must, it has like a deep it must just go over her crotch just go over like the front thirty percent of her breasts yeah so it like and like I I think I would be more okay with it if it wasn't so overtly objectified and what I mean by that is if you just show this outfit and nobody says anything or does anything it's just an outfit and maybe you don't like it because of how revealing it is or whatever but if they just treat her like another character it's not that big of a deal like nobody is uh giving the red kirishima the eyes because he's not wearing a shirt but that purple yeah but he he, he says kid, it to uraraka where uraraka complains that hers is like skin, too skin tight, tight and yeah. he's like i love it yeah, he, no, he says, I love this school. Yeah. And then, but they are teamed up later in the episode when they draw lots for who's going to Oh, yeah, and he's, and he's staring she's, at her She's, like, looking forward very serious. So, like, she's wearing this outfit, but she's not, like, it, it seems like she's not doing it to get attention and be sexy. Yeah. I, I can imagine. It, it, this guy is, is, like, objectifying her. And that's what I have a problem with. Yeah. Like, the outfit on its own, I think, would be okay. It's just the way that they are, like, lampshading that it's a hypersexualized and outfit. Especially if I can understand that, like, you know, I, we won't speak to what her power actually is. It hasn't been touched on yet, but you imagine that most of these outfits are in some way related to their power, so, like, maybe it functions somehow with her Yeah, maybe quirk, somehow it's functional. You know, but like, as we, we were saying, we can like, imagine that. Like, Ida's suit of armor doesn't really do anything for him, right. so maybe it's just so a maybe, stylistic yeah. choice. Um, so, like, ugh, but I don't like that one. Um, I actually don't really like Bakugos very much. It's so bulky and derpy really? looking to me. I love him. I mean, he I, looks like an army guy. I, 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 I enjoy like sleeker sorts of designs yeah. personally. Um, and that's, and you know, and I, that's why I love All Might's outfit. Like it has a lot of flair to it. It has a lot of stuff going on, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's like a skin tight Superman yeah, outfit. Yeah. At the end of the day, it is very yeah, simplistic. And, it, and it's cool and I love it. Um, and, and again, like, and on the flip side, I also kind of hate the couple of students who just picked regular clothes <laughs> as their outfits. Like, I mean, maybe it's part of their look. There are at least, there are at least two. There's one girl and one guy yeah. who, like, again, like, uh, and they we won't speak to their names too much. Together. Yeah, but they just have, they just have a regular outfit. Yeah. Um, so I don't like those. I, I also, I hate Todoroki's outfit. It looks so dumb. He just freezes the left half of his body. Yeah, like and he's idiot. got like a white, like a dumb. Idiot. He's got like a white coveralls on. Which uh, I work in a chemistry lab, but in my building there's another lab that's got like a clean, controlled environment, and they wear these full body Ugh. white outfits, and that's what Todoroki like reminds me of. He looks like he's in a stupid cult, like a stupid <laughs> ice cube cult. See, so yeah, like they're just they're, they're really over the top. And for how serious, like, there have been jokes in this series. Like, they've been very funny so far in a yes. number of the episodes. These ju- these outfits just seem on such, like, a derp level to me. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't like them very much. Um, so I hope we don't see too many of them. Well, uh, and, but I will of say, derby. I, I will say that there is one in particular that should be derpy but works. And it is Aoyama's. Because his character has been established to be a weird sparkle dude. Yeah, his his costume input was uh like look for a man who can't stop sparkling. Yeah, and and he's like he's like you see my cape it's so so shiny and yeah. sparkly and I'm like yeah okay you you your character makes perfect sense yes like I love it it looks great you're dumb and I love you like great fine like I'm not I'm you know I'm not a hundred percent the stickler about it or whatever yeah but like give me better costumes. <laughs> I guess they're kids, whatever. Right, they're kids. Like, Midoriya literally had his drawn in a notebook from when he was a child. Yeah. So, that, that was my little rant, hitting, uh, on, hitting on children's imagination. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you didn't talk about the one that I hate the most, which is Midoriya's outfit. Oh, I do hate it, It's too. like a rabbit. It's, he doesn't it looks have really any bunny-themed powers. And, and they point, and, like, All Might, like, notices that it's... Okay, yeah. All, so, All Might, like, it zooms in on All Might's hair things, and then it zooms in on Midoriya's ear things. I guess they're not ears because of where they're, they're supposed to be they his look head. like yeah. ears. But it, All Might's, like, 
You're so obvious. I actually oh, don't yeah. think it looks that similar at all. Yeah. I think that All Might's being hypersensitive to the fact that they're... Well, like, no. Especially all because Might's... Aizawa had just called him out for being favoritism, whatever, well, favoring Midoriya. I do think All Might's right, though. I think that we can assume that Deku is trying to emulate his style. For for I, I think that uh, in the notebook, it does like call out the ears and say, just like All Might. Like, I think there oh, is a note. Oh, is it? Oh, I, I didn't notice I th- that. I think that Deku is intentionally trying to ape but All Might's silhouette. But I also think that that's okay, because, like, who's right. not trying to emulate the number one hero? Right, and, and, I don't, and I don't think that... I think All Might, when he's, like, laughing, at least this is how I read it, I don't think he's laughing, he's like, oh, please don't be so obvious that I'm, like, your mentor or oh, whatever. Yeah. I think he's like, you're such a fanboy. Oh, Chill okay. out. That's <laughs> that why he's, like, laughing sense. to himself. And that's, again, that's just how I read it. Yeah. Which, which seriously, Deku, chill. <laughs> Come on, little <laughs> yeah. man. Uh, I love you, my boy, but you gotta, and you gotta also, slow your like, roll. Teeth things, like, we've talked about before how I don't really like body horror, but for some reason, like, teeth, teeth stuff really gets me. So the fact that he's got, like, a full grin of ear-to-ear teeth on his face is just, like, I can hardly bring myself I mean, to look at it. At least to me, they don't they don't really read his teeth, so it doesn't bother me. They just read, it just reads weird. But anyway, let's stop bragging on, <laughs> on these children and their dumb imaginations. Yeah, so uh, All Might announces what the um, task is going to be. It's like a battle, yeah, battle class or whatever. And um, Bakugo asks... They all ask oh, questions yeah. in quick succession. Bakugo asks, how much can we hurt the other team? Uraraka says, do we have to worry about the losers being expelled? What a yeah. sweet, conscientious and, girl. And you know what? Like All Might sort of like guy is like too many like too many questions. Like I wasn't even done talking. But like these are actually a lot of them, except for like the... The cave one at the end. They're actually solid questions where it's like, yeah, are we like, being, are we being has picked every randomly? right to be um, worried about that after what Aizawa did. And yeah. Ida very, like, reasonably asks if how they're going to be paired up. Yeah, and like Bakugo, even though, you know, he's he's a jerk, like, his power is just that he can explode things. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. So maybe, like, obviously we read it as Bakugo being an aggressive, angry guy. Yeah. And but it could realistically be like, okay, I have to control my explosions because I'm not allowed to not give allowed to hurt the somebody. other students three yeah. burns. So like, yeah, I, they're actually sort of fair questions. Yeah. Um, but and then we, we get this they, whole setup. Well, yeah. So they, the, he, all night says they're gonna draw lots and do it randomly and eat it. Eat is like, come on. <laughs> well, from a writing standpoint, obviously it's not random. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, in universe, it can still be random, Connor. So Ida says, uh, isn't there a better way to do this than it being random? And Midoriya says, well, no, because if you think about it, we might be paired up with anybody. If you show up on scene, you have no idea what other heroes are going to be on the scene. You have to be able to work with anybody. And, and that, that's a good point. And Ida must think Midoriya is so is smart after oh this and the hero entrance exam. Well, and I, I do like how this does track to the very first episode where a bunch of heroes just popped in and started working together. Yeah. And so it, it, it is a solid callback and I, I buy it and it's fine. Yes. And I was honestly surprised that they didn't have a, just to sort of make All Might look bad, be like, I, I, it was just random because I didn't want to think something else, but like, <laughs> it's like whatever. Yeah. Um, and so, but you know, lo and behold, uh, the four characters who have had the most speaking lines in the show so far. <laughs> Not are, only are they paired up into twos, but they're going against each other yeah. and they're going first. Yeah, we just, you know, we it, it, the show hasn't spent time establishing new characters yet, so this makes sense. Right. We're going to spend this time to now have these couple of characters that we have established. Yeah. And they're going to continue to interact. Right, and the the upcoming battles, if they show them in the show, would be a really good opportunity to see to, the quirks of the other kids. And I think that's cool because it gives you, like, if you can see what they're doing while they're doing it, it's it'll stick in your mind better than just being told, like, oh, Sue has frog powers. Yeah. Like, we see her hopping in the episode where they introduce her. Yeah. So, uh, we, and we, we do quick little little looks, and I, and I think this is where you wanted to point out that Bakugo is an idiot again. Yeah, so they they show Bakugo and Ida kind of, um, they get to go in a little bit ahead and strategize a little bit, and Bakugo's like, do you really think Midoriya has a quirk? Okay, but he says it with anger. <laughs> yeah, like, like, in, like Midoriya, Ida must think Midoriya is so smart, so and Bakugo say. is so stupid. So, like, in Bakugo's <laughs> mind, Bakugo is thinking, I'm the smartest, I'm the best, how did Midoriya even get in? And Ida's sitting there thinking, like, Midoriya is so smart, so strong, how did Bakugo get in? <laughs> <laughs> Why did I get to be paired up with this dupe? Yeah. Ugh. Gosh. But yeah, like it's it's just like it, it again just speaks to 
Baku has the weirdest complex about Deku. Yeah. I, I want to just sort of like talk about this all together because they're like they they you know they're in they're one the uh, Bakugo and Ida are the villains. Yeah. And, and Midoriya and, and Uraraka are the heroes. Yeah. And, and we do see really quick that like Deku also has a weird complex about Bakugo. Yeah. Like he idolizes Bakugo. Yes. In a, in what must be an unhealthy way because like we have now seen multiple scenes of like young little preschool kindergarten age Bakugo and Midoriya like yeah Midoriya like following him around yeah. singing his praises and Bakugo has been nothing but mean to him. Yeah, so, even back at that age, it's yeah. like they were never friends to begin with. So this is like emotional abuse, probably physical abuse. We you know it cuts away in the first episode, but like they probably they beat up Deku yeah. all the time. I'm sure for being a quirkless loser or whatever and but like Deku like idolizes this kid he's like he's super strong he's super smart he's he's got super strong quirk like I'm afraid of him I want to beat him but like I'm like I idolize him well that's what I think you say that it's unhealthy but I actually think that it's not because if it was unhealthy I don't think Midoriya would ever have been able to stand up to him in the first place I think that Midoriya um, maybe up until recently had an unhealthy complex about Bakugo but now that Midoriya's sort of come into his own and has uh, gotten so much stronger and learned at least some modicum of control over his own power. He's willing to fight back. And yeah, they're now, they're not necessarily on equal footing, but they are both members of the same class at UA. Well, uh, the, the reason I think that I, I would still consider it at least a little bit unhealthy is that, so like, I think there were like, there are three stages to this relationship. The first stage where Midori is, is a child and is friends with him and thinks he's going to get his quirk still. And so he like idolizes him and feels like he can stand up to him still. Then Midori, young Midoriya is crushed and uh, no longer has hope that he'll ever get powers and like then becomes more submissive to Bakugo. Mm-hmm. And what I imagine is literally a, like a decade of emotional abuse occurs over yeah. that time. Like, like we see in those first couple episodes, Bakugo tells him to commit suicide. Yeah. Like the fact that... Yeah, I haven't forgotten. Yeah, but, but the fact that Midoriya can like have a relationship with this kid who says the really terrible things to the point where he idolizes him, Yeah. there's something a little bit unhealthy there. And now that Midoriya feels that he's empowered and can stand up to him, maybe it has shifted back mm-hmm. into being slightly more healthy, but I think there's just such a tangle of, st- right. of stuff going on for sure. They've got some stuff them. to work out. And, and at least... And, well, I can understand where Midori's coming from. Okay? Bakugo. Yeah. Strong. He's confident. <laughs> he does have a cool quirk. He's... He got praised by some pro heroes yeah. for being so strong. Bang, bang. Why does Bakugo hate... Why does Bakugo hate Midoriya? He literally says it. Okay, he but, says, yeah. I hate you because... He, like... Yeah, like, but say it. Say it. No, say it. Say it. He says... Say the words. And, and I'm I just, hate... I'm, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You're scared, but you want to fight anyway. That's why I hate you. What? I actually what? think, like, I literally could not ask for more clarity from Bakugo. Like, Bakugo communicating his emotions so clearly, I emotion, cannot believe it. His emotions are nonsensical. Yes. It's like, like saying, like, I hate you because you're yeah, green. Like, it does, you're here, it's the dumbest you're reason. trying to be a hero, and you see someone acting courageous, and you hate them for it. Yeah. And, you, like, Bakugo told Midori to kill himself earlier, and now he's here in hero school. Right, and that was the thing. Like, when Midoriya is, like, not standing up to him, he still bullies him. When yeah. he is standing up to him, he hates him yeah. even more. Yeah, what is it about it, Midoriya it doesn't, It does not make sense to me. Like, he has this weird complex. The, the best thing I can read it as, at least to this point for what we know, is that Bakugo has a sort of superiority complex, and he almost feels... You the, don't say. The, he, well, he feels the need of validation to being better than hmm. Midoriya. Like, he's like... I can succeed, I can excel, sometimes without even trying, and this kid is trying as hard as he can, and he can't even touch me. This is proof to me that I am on another level. Yeah. That, like, I, you know, and now he's not getting that same validation because Midoriya is able to keep up with him. Yeah. And I think that there's a little bit of, like, he's in disbelief that Midoriya, he still doesn't believe that Midoriya is here, that Midoriya has a quirk, even though he's seen it with his own eyes, and obviously Midoriya is in the same class, and he, he considers, like, Midoriya may have been lying to him or about like, having a quirk or hiding it from tired. him after all these years. Which is, again, like, it's so... It, again, speaks to, like, Bakugo views his relationship as, like, so antagonistic between the two of them. Like, oh, his first reaction is that he must have been tricking me. He must be against me. Yeah, but I just wonder if it's some sort of, like, it's such a 
worldview-shattering thing for Bakugo that maybe he just doesn't know how to process it. process it. I mean, all right, maybe. Like, everything that he ever learned about quirks, you either have one when you're a kid or you don't ever get one, and now suddenly Midoriya at 14. Right, and, and no doubt Midoriya's situation is weird. It's just, yeah, it's just like the, the emotions wrapped up in it, the, the anger involved, it's just, it's just all, oh gosh, it's, it's so weird. Um, but I, 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 I do like how, how it, it, like, the fact that, uh, Midoriya did idolize him, like, he talks about how he has all these notes on heroes, including you, Bakugo. Yeah. Like, he views like Bakugo as a hero. It's such a high respect yeah. level for somebody who incessantly bullies you yeah. and He's like, you it, was, it was in the notebook that you destroyed that I had notes about you because I idolize you and I'm gonna beat you. Yeah. And like, then he does, like, he, he ju- does, he, judo he flips uses him. it. Yeah. And they show that feet shot, they mm-hmm. show Midoriya... Quirkless. Like, He's doing quirkless yeah, things again. Yeah, quirkless work. Which he, and he says that's part of his strategy because he can't control yeah. um, one for all very much. And obviously, he's got to have uh, what Recovery Girl told him in the back of his mind. Like, if he is too exhausted for her healing powers to work, then he'll die. Yeah. And it's kind of scary. <laughs> uh, uh, so he says that they're going to rely on um, Uraraka's power. Uh, solid. Yeah, it's a good strategy. I think it's... a. We'll, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, we'll see this, how it this plays this, We don't get a lot of yeah, the, the we, actual battle. One yeah. other thing I wanted to say is, uh, the, so they show Ida and Bakugo, and they're talking about Midoriya having a quirk or not, mm. and then they show Midoriya and Uraraka, and Uraraka says, uh, do they really expect us to memorize this whole floor plan? Obviously not. Come on. The whole purpose oh, no, of this, wrong. Uh, oh, I would say, this obviously, training yes. is that you're going to have to fight indoors in an unfamiliar environment against a villain that has the upper hand. That's why the villains got to go in ahead of time. Uh, I, in my mind, of course they don't expect you to memorize the floor plan. I, I not only expect them to memorize the floor plan, I would have expected to see Deku taking notes. On the floor. You, <laughs> well, he didn't have his notebook with him. He, I have. He didn't have any pockets. He he forgot to ask for pockets in his rabbit suit. In 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 the little bit of character characterization that I've seen, I expect obviously Deku to have memorized the whole floor plan. I expect Ida, if he was in that situation, to have memorized the for entire sure. floor plan. The and, know-it-all, yeah, yes. and definitely. yes, Momo. But I expect those three to all be like, "Oh, what are you talking about?" By I, the way, that's another ship for me is Ida. Ida and, and Momo. Momo. Yeah, because they're both so uh, anal. Dicks. <laughs> They're both very detail-oriented, yeah, Connor. That's what I said. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we end on a fun little cliffhanger with the like, oh, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a fight, we're gonna bang, we're gonna do it. Yeah, I mean, they do start fighting a little bit at yeah. the beginning, and some of the kids, so the the kids in the class are all watching and supposed to be learning um, uh. on the big monitor, and they're like, wow, Bakugo just straight up attacked Deku, and uh, one of the other kids or somebody I don't remember says. Well, yeah, he's playing the part of a villain. Well, yeah, I, I think it's. I, <laughs> I think mean, All Might just, says it. Yeah. Yeah, that's just Bakugo being Bakugo. He's yeah. not. It seems like he's not strategizing at all. He's just like, oh, I have a chance to beat the living hell out of Midoriya. And, Obviously, I'm gonna go do that. And that is something that I do think to keep in mind is that we we have Bakugo in this villain role, mm-hmm. and it, and it feels natural. Yeah, it suits him. Yeah, it suits him. Um, and and I, and I will say uh, a fun little thing is that. Uh, this is, this is so if anyone has uh, watched the Naruto anime Bakugo's voice actor is the same voice actor in English as Sasuke oh really yes so this guy's got some uh, he's got a he's got a type well he's got you know, a type I, you know I will teens. say no cause no 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 cause uh, Sasuke is like a like I hate the world whereas Bakugo is like a rage machine so I think his range is very good yeah moody yeah no. you can have more than one mood <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> I think Moody means something different. I, 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 th- I think I think Bakugo uh, has what antisocial situations going on I, here. I don't He's, know. I don't remember enough of he, my high school psychology he, class. He has anger management issues. Yes, I think uh, that much is clear. Uh, all, one other thing, all night says internally while they're watching the the battle on the screen. He internally says he's not going to play favorites. Mm-hmm, yeah, so we're we're really sort of. Uh, Playing that up to this extent. Yeah. Um, then, uh, oh, during this fight, Midoriya says one of the most, in my opinion, iconic lines from this series. He says, "From now on, Deku is the name of a hero." Yeah. 
Um, just the way he delivers it is so powerful. He's standing up to Bakugo, who always used Deku as an insult. And mm-hmm. you know, the the Deku means something in Japanese that we lose out. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on that mild spoiler. They're gonna get into it later. Oh, they do. Yeah, okay. They talk about it later. So okay. I'm gonna have my my little uh, etymology thing in, sure. that, in a later episode. Um, but yeah, then um, Uraraka realizes that what she said to him earlier inspired has, him. Inspired him. Shipping, 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 yeah. shipping, 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 shipping. Get together. <laughs> Uh, and uh, that's, but yeah, I think that that's that's, that's the cap on cap on this. We're uh, we've got we got a really solid setup for what's going on next episode. I'm excited to see. Like, I mean, I imagine that Deku's gonna win because come on, he's he's got his chance to confront his bully. Confront your bully, win. Yeah, and he already like. Bopped him, he's you know. Up, everybody, everybody in the class saw Midoriya, <laughs> judo, judo flip, flip Bakugo. It didn't even use his power. Totally outsmarted Bakugo. Bakugo's gotta feel like he's at like, his lowest like, point yeah, like, in he, life I'm not right even, now. Like, this kid did it without even using his whatever his power is. He thinks that lowly of me. Yeah, like. I'm, I'm excited to see Bakugo literally explode in the next episode, and I'm also hoping that we get to see some of the other kids' powers. Yes, yes. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they take the entire rest of the next episode to just do this confrontation, but we'll see. Oh, yeah? We'll see, um, and uh, so, so, and everyone else will, will hear and listen uh, as we talk about uh, next time on... The, the, my hero, my hero notebook. Yeah, and I did. I wanted to say uh, I did make a Twitter account Ooh. for the podcast. It's called. Where can they check us out? It is at. Mm-hmm. My hero notes, right? No, I think it's at my. I think it's at my hero notebook. I'm pre- just, no, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's at my hero notes. No, I don't think it is. Why don't you vamp for a minute? Oh, vamping for a minute. Yeah, who's your favorite character right now? Oh, my, oh, my favorite character right now is it's obviously Deku. He has. Yeah, there haven't been enough other like. Other character. I, I mean, Uraraka is number two, but just, that's just because uh, she has been expressive and and fun. Um, and I would say the only other character who has been quite as expressive in a fun way has been Aizawa, and I'm annoyed by him. So, yeah. What is uh, it? It is at My Hero Notebook. Oh, at My Hero Notebook. Okay. Yeah, that's the... Here, I'll show it to you so you can see... Great. Um, so check us out at, at yeah. My Hero Notebook on Twitter. Yeah. We will post, uh, I guess, when we post our episodes, and if you would like to interact with us, your hosts, uh, we will respond to you. Yep. <laughs> All right. Thanks Bye. for listening. Bye.